Are you my podcast? 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 Hey, uh, Sarah Colonna. It's uh happens to be a Thursday when this is you know, out to the world. And yeah. I'm only, I need uh, a hug from you. How are happy you? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, because uh, we're giving you a big old Patreon. I mean, it's not Patreon yet. A big old podcast full of emotion. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, listen to it while you cook so that you can get really riled up and drink wine because I have a big old glass in front of me right now because it's, <laughs> you know, we're recording the night before Thanksgiving. So my wine drinking has already started and it was very necessary for this episode. <laughs> I like how we act like we wouldn't be with a drink in our hands if we weren't <laughs> recording tonight, but it does help. And anything to numb those previews for next week, just a lot, just a lot, uh- girl. I uh, I'm wearing my no thank you t-shirt. We have podcast merchandise in our link in bio and Instagram. And I'm wearing my no thank you t-shirt because I felt very no thank you about a couple of the guys tonight, specifically yeah. one who had a very poor reaction to a woman just being honest about her sex life. We'll get everything is not okay. <laughs> Every. <laughs> Thing is not okay. That's how they oh. ended that scene with that wow. song. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they might have had to source that one specifically. <laughs> they might not, they probably went digging through the 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 music that they're allowed to use and they were like, we need to write something special for how <laughs> fucked up that was. That was it's so crazy. I mean, we're just gonna dive in. Obviously, you know, we go over to Patreon for bonus content after this. Uh you know, we appreciate if you can join us there. Obviously, this podcast is free. We love giving it to you. We're passionate about the show. Uh, but we got to, you know, we put a lot of time into it. So we head over to Patreon with, because we keep talking for so long about it. Um, and so we add an extra half hour or so over there for only $7 a month, along with your Sunday episodes. Mary, I feel like I just have to start talking. Just, I know. Just get into it. It's like ripping okay. a Band-Aid. I literally yeah. can't. Yeah. Um. I, I well, Becca and Austin, we can kind of just start by talking about them. Um, yeah, there wasn't a ton with them tonight, just specifically them, right? I mean, it was no. just kind of they're cute, they're cute. Know? She's a good friend, yeah. The way she, she was is. helping Emily with her hair and stuff was really <gasps> cute. It was made me that made me so happy. I just thought that was such a good girl moment. I feel like maybe this is why they're all wearing pink on after party because they're all just best friends. Oh. And, and <laughs> uh, yeah, like girl power, something. Yeah, because they are really, they are. I know this isn't friends at first sight or BFFs at first sight, but this is a tight group of girls this this season more than I can remember in, in a long time. Like every yeah. single one of them. And well, and the guys too, in, in a sense, because I felt, I thought, I actually appreciated on after party when Keisha, when Emily said that Cameron wasn't telling everyone how he felt, he was only telling the guys and Keisha said, well, that's who he's comfortable with right now. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I thought that was a good point. Um, I, listen, 
just real quick. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the, Emily, we've seen some de- terrifying previews of something that seems to happen to her later, right? Oh, yes. I, think, um, I know that she slipped and fell out of the shower. I'm not laughing because, by the way, I've done it. But I, she oh, at least said she sure. had a bathing suit on. I've, I've slipped coming out of the shower in Mexico full naked and just <laughs> had to gather my self-esteem and move along. So I get it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. My asshole would have had to have been blurred if anyone was filming that. And, <laughs> uh, but I, I, it was, I'm the, the brace on after party. Is that supposed to be from that? I because can't. it's on the different hand, I think. Oh, is it? I was actually just going to say, do we know? Did you note that? Because I, I, so that's from another thing, maybe? It must be either from another thing, because obviously I know that, you know, we understand that After Party is, it's filmed as close as they can to all these things, but I don't think she, I, I, I don't know, because she wasn't wearing a brace in the episode, so then she was wearing a brace after so maybe it is. She might just be accident prone. Yeah. She's probably, honestly, it was a cute brace. I mean, it was a pretty shade of pink. She's probably got a rainbow of colors to choose from, <laughs> you know, and I, like an accessory. I yeah. mean, and again, that's, you know, I'm clumsy. I get it. It makes oh, sense. Totally. Um, but okay. So Becca and Austin were very cute. And when all the girls were talking by the pool and Becca was saying how she feels that they haven't had any deep conversations yet and that sometimes she brings up something and he's like, oh, we could just talk about chips and salsa instead of having a big deep conversation right now, which I get. They just cut, they did just mean and they are just on their honeymoon. Right. I don't but want they're any, also married. But they're also married <laughs> and, and they have a short amount of time to find out some really big things about each other that could be sticking points. So I... Um, as much as and cute as cute as they are, I'm a little worried that Austin might be. I'm getting immature vibes from this episode. Yeah, I I'm I'm getting a little nervous for them because it, also she shared with the girls like that this is so different than her previous relationships. Like she's so want you know usually gets right to the deep stuff right away that she's she's showing a lot of patience. And if it doesn't pay off for her, I'm going to be even more upset, you know, because it's like she's trying. She's like, oh, okay, this is a little different than what I've done in the past. You know, it's, we'll, we'll see where it goes. I just hope he steps up to the plate and can maybe, um, you know, just turn off the the funny banter for a couple mins. You know, they are fucking married, you know? Are, yeah. And and listen, when they later when they were on the boat, he definitely was a little more emotional towards her and sweet. And he's always sweet with her. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Like, but um, there's just a lot of, <laughs> and I'm not sure I have a very obnoxious laugh. And so this, I'm not trying to laugh, shame anybody, but I just feel that a lot of times when something comes up, Austin's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and so mm. I, 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 my worry is that that comes from a like, oh, I don't like to talk about anything serious. So I just get nervous and make a weird laughing noise. Like a clown and- laugh? <laughs> like a hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my God. It's Sarah. very cute. Oh. It's cute. It, yeah. Cute, cute is great, but cute 
cute can go straight to like manslaughter charges if you don't, you know what I mean? Get your shit together a little bit. I'm curious, how did you feel about the fact that like when he was with the guys and he based, he like air quotes downplayed him and Becca. And then when he, when they kind of debriefed and he told her she was kind of, she said something that was quite, um, quite uh, poignant about, well, you basically like if you dim your own light, you're not fucking you some. Would yeah, you like you to know that? what she said? I would. Oh, I, I, would. I wrote it down because I wanted to sound as intelligent as Becca, and I never will unless I actually write down what she says. Um, You'll sound like how I just sounded. <laughs> You'll sound like how I always sound. Um, <laughs> she said, "She said, extinguishing your own candle doesn't light others." Okay, I mean, and that should be a T-shirt. I know. I mean, she. I don't. It, Becca. I don't know if you listen to this or if you have the patience to listen to us. And uh, you know, I don't blame you if you don't. But uh, trademark that. Um, it's probably been said somewhere else before, but sometimes you can just run and trademark things if nobody else has. So I don't know. And then sell the, and wear those on after party because it was a very good way because what he did in that group, I didn't even realize he was downplaying it on purpose until yeah. he told her. I thought he was just doing exactly what I've been seeing him do when she brings up anything kind of serious where they go, right. So how's it going? He goes, oh yeah, no, it's like pretty good. Pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, and she's over there having a kind of a deeper conversation with the girls about how, um, well, it was actually, what was interesting about that to me is that she kind of, she did what he was claiming he was trying to do is like making everyone feel better about it. But without downplaying it, she she basically said to the girls, just because we're having a little bit better of a connection right now doesn't mean we're going to be the ones to last. Right now, I'm worried that we're at a plateau and we can only go downhill, whereas the rest of you sound like you have a, <laughs> a lot of up to go. And, and yeah. so that the way she said that, I didn't find that to be negative and I didn't find it to be her trying to stop rubbing her happiness in anyone's face because even as they kind of said on after party, like let it fly. Every they, they all want the other ones to succeed. I don't see anyone being jealous of of how someone no. else's relationship is going on here. I think they they truly are are they seem to really be from especially from after party. They all seem to be you know on each other's teams here. Yeah, super supportive. And honestly, I. I kind of, I think like, I think to exactly what you said, I think when he told Becca, like, yeah, I downplayed it. I honestly don't think his, his sharing how he was really feeling would sound much different, you know? So, so in a way I feel like it just kind of probably made her feel bad. Like, oh, why are you kind of dulling, you know, making it seem like things aren't that great. But I don't think the guys took that away. I think they know that they're doing well they know everybody knows they're the ones making out all the time. I've never heard the term making out more uh in an adult show. It, it it's been a very long time. Lots of making out. And I can't wait till they can start incorporating some penetration. Um I know Becca's looking forward to that too. But I know making out's a lot of fun, but it it's almost like a point of diminishing returns where then you want to go rock on a chair somewhere because you're done making out and you need a little more. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Sometimes- Thanksgiving. Hopefully this is on speaker in your kitchen and <laughs> Nana's with an earshot. You're welcome. 
Oh, I agree with you though. It is, there's a lot of making out. That's probably part of the reason I'm wearing a no thank you t-shirt. I, Mm -hmm. in fact, Lauren and Orion started to get into a nice sexual conversation, which he completely fucking ruined. (gasps) Um, We'll get there. Because yes. I, th- I feel like I have to save that because I'm going to get to Well, I was going to say, I'm going to start rocking in a, my chair right now for different reasons <laughs> yeah. with that conversation, but yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't have a, t- it was interesting, even when they did, when the boat got canceled and the, for the first time. Yeah. And so they ended up having to give Becca a box of questions to ask everybody because that's fun. Oh, um, I know. She, su- she takes it with such, you know just rolls with it. I'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not introducing the box of questions production. Have someone else do it this time. Yeah. We're in Cancun. Don't make me the buzzkill. Um, yeah, but actually a lot of good things came out of that, but for, for them, I think they asked Becca how she felt, how, how, what she feels most fulfilled in. And she said in romance right now, which was so sweet. And Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they asked Austin anything. No, no, I don't think Austin <laughs> was asked anything. Nope. I think I didn't, it didn't really occur to me, but now that you pointed out, Sarah, uh, he just really downplayed this too by not yeah. speaking because they didn't solicit anything from him. To be fair, there could have been a question that didn't make the cut, but my uh, assumption is, is because Austin at this point seems that he just doesn't. And and I know they're all on camera for the first time. I know yeah. it's awkward. I feel though that he is the most sort of reserved out of talking about anything past, uh, you know, playing chips and salsa. Yeah. Chips and salsa and Xbox or and Nintendo, mm-hmm. or don't yell at me about video games. Cause I don't know what anyone does, but whatever those are, whatever those games are, they like. So. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think, you know, once in a while he'll sort of come out with something. It's very clear his feelings for Becca. He almost, it's almost like none of none. Well, other than Orion, but uh, even if you compare Brennan to, no, just kidding. Austin to Brennan, like Brennan doesn't say shit and Austin doesn't really say shit, but Austin's Austin shows more to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Brennan, let's just go ahead and talk about yeah. them because Emily and Brennan, I'm, I, it's, I thought I had one feeling during watching them, her whole dreadlock situation, all of that, his reaction. Yes. I had one feeling, but then on the boat, he was very, it seemed he was very sweet. I'm having a hard time reading this guy. Um, Me too. Me too, Sarah. And I will say, I know we've, you know, obviously they've been shoving it down our throats that Emily likes to drink. So that's a topic of conversation that they want people to have, that she doesn't care about them having this and that. But let me tell you something. If my hand was broken and and I went and got on a flyboard anyway, which I would would not have done, but mm-hmm. she did. And then because of the flyboard, I ended up with just a just a matted mess of, of hair that mm-hmm. she did. And by the way, I've had that too. I don't know if you guys, I have very curly hair. And so I know exactly, uh, she, I, I think hers was a extension issue. Maybe they weren't supposed to be in the, I don't really know. I've never had extensions. Honestly, she looked very cute without them too. So I hope it, but 
the way she took everything like such a champ and was so positive and all the while he was kind of just tight-lipped and and I don't know, he just didn't seem at that, that supportive during it, but then she was talking about how supportive he was. So I don't know if I just misread it. How did you feel about it? Well, I think that he was is. I mean, I guess I didn't pick up that he didn't feel supportive because like even like with her when they had to when Becca fixed her. um, What were they calling them? Space buns. Yeah, which they were cute. They were so cute. But when when she was fixing them on the the bus there or whatever, the shuttle. And then he sat back and he's like, oh, no. Or at one point he made some comment like, oh, she, she looks great no matter what. Or yeah. I thought he was trying a little bit. Well, I'll tell you what. When that professional hairdresser who didn't speak English showed up without scissors, we found out from her on after party that she yeah. had to give him scissors. Uh, I, I would have honestly, I would have flipped a table. I would have been shriek crying, like shriek crying. Like I would have had blood vessels pop in my eyes if my fucking hair, I mean, like obviously it was an extensions thing, but he, he really butchered those out of her. Like there, that it, it felt not great. And I, okay. she, she looked fine, but he took a lot of her real hair. Okay. Because. I, I when she revealed he didn't show up with scissors, I will say I had a different feeling about this. A, she referenced twice that he didn't speak English. You were in Cancun, true, and they were helping. So I, to me, I was just a little bit like, all right, but I, yeah. what do you want? Right at this point, right. I, they they right like yeah. they've got someone who is lives there, <laughs> yeah, who can and help, who can help you now. I was confused about the scissors thing, and maybe you guys, you know, listeners can, uh, we, we have the Are You My Podcasters group um, on Facebook that you can join. We have threads on there every Wednesday. It's super fun. So um, it's a great group. So maybe you guys can, you know, weigh in on the comments from uh, this from tonight's thread. And uh, I, I have never had extensions, so I didn't under- understand. But I thought she said at the beginning that she was nervous that he was using scissors because her person said never to cut it. So I don't know why she was alarmed that he showed up without scissors when she said she, she didn't think he was supposed to use them. Now, once it turned into him having to use eyebrow, tiny eyebrow scissors, I get why she, all the stuff that I, I, I understand, I would have been flipping tables just because I would have been horrified and felt like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm an issue and this guy that I just met is seeing me a fucking mess and blah, blah, blah. And I had to get get someone professional to come here and help me. So I thought she handled it all really well. She handled it wonderfully. Yeah. With a big smile on her face the whole time. With a smile. Yeah. I would be be the one that would ruin any sort of, if there were a few people watching the show that still liked me up to this point, because I'm sure I wouldn't come off well on camera at all. Um, cause my true colors would come out, but I'm, <laughs> I, I, if this would be the episode when I would just start getting hate spewed about me, cause I would be like, I'm not filming. 
get the fuck out of my room. I'm go- I'm flying home or you're going to pay to fly my extensions girl to Cancun right now. I would be, and I'm, you know me enough. Like I, I'm, I could take things pretty well, but that here you are, you're on television. That's got it. That's in your head the whole time. Yes. Let alone you're with a, you know, your husband who you want to be attractive for. And she's a beautiful girl. She could have no hair. She's gorgeous. But I'm just saying like, I gave her a lot of credit because hair is very, for me anyway, it's like, it's a protective thing. I would just be very upset. I totally agree. And I would be too. And that's why I thought she handled it with a a big fat smile on her face. And when Brennan was like, I don't really know what I'm looking at. Like I'm the guy. So I just brush my hair whenever. So I think that's when he was getting on my nerves, but also later he was very complimentary about how she has handled all this stuff with a big smile on her face. So he did recognize that, which made me, I, I just had like, I think because I felt so bad for her being Oh, great. My wrist is sprained. Oh, great. My hair's matted. Oh, great. They got to call someone who has no idea exactly how to handle this situation for me, but they got to, I just have to trust him to figure it out anyway. I will say, I thought she looked adorable afterwards. Still, her hair looked good. Um, I'm sure it's not what she wanted, but it's fine, right? Like she rolled with it. So, um, I I mean, when they showed that clump that had to be cut out, (gasps) I was like, oh my God. I'm not even kidding. I, I, all of it in the whole, what's it called? Flyboarding? If I had yeah. like a sprained wrist, first of all, let's be honest. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle tubing. I don't have the arm strength to hold onto a tube, let alone stand up on bursts of water using quad muscles. I mean, I mean, it was very impressive to me, but here she's like, yeah, I'm down a limb basically, but sure, I'll do it. I mean, yeah, just very, very telling of, um, uh, a positive nature that I don't know if I saw to this level before tonight. Yeah. And when, and Britain was flyboarding and they, Oh God, they played this song. It was like, everybody what feet for the count. Come on, come on at you. Come on, check on me out. And it was like <laughs> him in the air. I'm like, all right, already like play that song for her. Cause she's the one with the fucking broken hands. Like, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so annoying. I love when you're like, uh, uh. <laughs> I couldn't. I, tr- I swear to God, I kept re- re- rewinding and trying to figure out what they were saying. But all I kept ca- coming up with was like, "Come on, check me out." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, it's not that cool." But no, they both they had a fun time on that, and I I, I guess I'm just having a hard time getting a read because then, so I did think that. Um, by the time they were on the boat and stuff, he was being very sweet and talking kind about her and how she had a positive attitude. And he gave her a little arm, uh, you know, a little arm thing and said he was proud of her after the flyboarding. And I thought that was a cute moment. But then on after party, she seemed very disgruntled about him. Yeah, she did. And it, yeah. it sort of didn't match what I yes. was feeling from the episode. That's another one of those things like we got to like, we have to scrutinize after party because what are what are they telling us that they're not telling us? Or is there missing footage? Or oh yes, was I right in the first place that he wasn't being that supportive, and then she's just saying to the group that he is because she's trying to, you know, feel because she said she felt like he was kind of pulling away or she's giving more, right? something like that. She was saying on after well, party. I think, you know, what? when you're talking about this, I think he he is a big case of the the cameras are here, you know, 
I think, I think that, and that, I don't know. I feel that way a little bit with a couple of them. Just, I think maybe that's it. Cause you're right. Why would she be so salty when all we, we didn't really see it's missing footage. Oh, it was, I know it, because a lot of it was, see, now listen, we're a little all over the place on this as we talk because they did group, a lot of group hangouts. True. Other than them being alone. So that's why I have to patch together. Yeah, when, when we talk- can't go linear, we're fucking, <laughs> it's a problem. I mean, a couple wines and I'm like, I need a, I need, it's like a serial killer, like a map with string connecting things. Yeah. Well, it was, no, it was, they were referring to the circle of friends. Oh, the conversation. trust. Yeah. Yes. The circle of trust that made me want to rip my tits off and mail them to Brennan. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Because I get it. I understand having a close circle of friends, but Orion actually, who I'm very pissed off at tonight, by the way, but it's okay. I'll get mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was on, I understood him last week and I didn't understand him tonight, but um, Brett, Orion said it best on After Party. He even said, well, this, in, you're usually in a circle of trust unless you break it. So what is... What is Brennan? And then I, and that's the vibe I think I got from her in After Party is that she feels that she's having to jump through some kind of hoop that she didn't know about. Cause she even said when he was talking about this circle of trust, and he goes, So you have a circle too? She goes, Yeah, it doesn't seem as hard to get into as yours though. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? You know what I mean? She's just like, What is this? Yeah. Seriously. All I can think, it's like, I'm going to be like, All right, Meet the Parents is your favorite movie. The fucking circle of trust, De Niro. Okay. (laughs) We get it. Like, just knock it off. Okay. Yeah. It's it's also been what, four days or (laughs) I can't even do the math, but I mean, (laughs) my circle of trust. I mean, come on, you guys are legally married right now. Give her, give her a little bit of a break. Well, to your point, he just learned the term power couple last week from her. So, um, as you said, (laughs) (laughs) if you guys haven't listened to last week yet, Mary, we'll actually put the clip on our on our Instagram at Are You My Podcast or at Are You My Pod? One of the two, you'll find it. But um, it <laughs> great plug. She um, Mary brought up that <laughs> when he said something when Emily said something about a power couple, and Britta went, "Oh, it has a nice ring to it." And she like he just found like out first time he heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that made us hashtag LOL. Um, <laughs> Oh, man. I did think, so Cameron, when they were on the bus and they were, she was showing her dreadlock situation, Cameron was making a lot of fun jokes. I quite enjoy Cameron. Yes. Like we said, week to week, we have no idea what we're doing. And I'm, in fact, I'm all, I'm like, do I, at one point tonight, I was like, do I think Claire and Cameron are adorable? I'm not even kidding, Sarah. I felt the same exact thing. And I was, this whole week to week thing, I'm not, you know, especially stable to begin with, but this is like, not only is this week to week, it's honestly commercial to commercial. I mean, it's like, I'm, these are the highs and lows. This isn't, I wouldn't be able to do this without some sort of something to calm my respiratory system or what is it? Just calm me down a little bit. 
Yeah. And, and have a podcast to go off about it afterwards and unpack it because he was, I thought Cameron was making, at first Claire said, oh, don't make it worse. Cause he was like, oh, no, no, you know, he was, (laughs) he was, he was very shook by the hair, but he was making it funny. And then, and then even Claire joined in laughing and he was making all these kind of, uh, you know, cute little funny jokes and, about it, I think, to make Emily feel better. And Brennan was just sitting there, just like a real sour puss look on his face. So I think I just have this, I just feel like he's a bit of a roller coaster. And I, when there was the red flag thing brought up, I think on after party, I was like, is that, is he a red flag somewhere? I know. Well, he's definitely something is, because her saying that on after party about that, just there's there's some inconsistencies and well even in her watching the episode tonight and then seeing her on after parties like some missing footage or something i have a feeling we're gonna learn more yeah i will say okay this is just it's made up i, love I got this. nothing when and we this just is, make theories up yeah made mm-hmm. a made up theory much like i'd like the runaway bride is a is a secret serial killer that they had to scrub from the internet so yes. that they would never be associated with her. That was my first That's period. yours. That's a good so, one. So far hasn't been proven wrong. Just FYI. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Um, I felt like, and maybe it's just because of how you and I, both, both women sympathizing with Emily having, uh, you know, an arm falling off, dreadlocks out of nowhere, having to get some a stranger to use eyebrow scissors to cut her extensions out, um, all within just a couple days. Yeah, about 40 of hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, my feeling when he was talking about how he didn't really know what she was going through and all this stuff, and he was kind of sourpuss on the bus for a minute, I felt that he was giving off the, oh, this girl vibe. Like, oh, she's going to be, she's a pain in the ass. She's going to be a high maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. But the opposite is true because high maintenance would have been, like you said, flipping the table and being like, you guys, I I won't film until we get home and someone just takes my entire head off. So So yeah, I don't know if it took everyone else commenting on it for him to see that. Or if I, and like I said, I'm just making this up. Okay. I don't really know because, but that's the, that was the feeling I got in my stomach, but maybe it was just because I, I mean, it's not like I thought he should have been in there, you know, I don't know, holding her hand and telling her it was going to be okay. But I just, there, I just felt like there was like an attitude with him at the beginning of it. Yeah, I I can see that. I'm not sure. And part of me is like, is it because he's just like a guy who's just like, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she's Calamity Jane and, you know, that's like, you know, one thing after another. Or or is it because because honestly, you pick, I mean, you look at last season, season before, you pick another female that this, all these things happen to, it would shut down production or it would turn into some really good, like, hot mic moments, you know, where they're like storming off, which those are our favorite, but, um, Oh, can you imagine if this had happened to Alyssa? Are you, are you kidding me? You talk about, we think there was like a lawsuit involved with the runaway bride. There'd be like <laughs> restraining orders and fucking, they probably shut 
like just shut the whole franchise down. This would be the last season. If this happened to Alyssa, Cancun would be up in flames. It would be that. It would no. She'd be on a no-fly list. She would be. Oh uh, yes. yes. She'd be banned from the resort. Which I mean, they got some real shit weather on this uh, trip. Yeah, hey? man. Yeah, I think we mentioned that last week, but I do, I do feel a little bad for them. <laughs> they, I know. Yeah. But they got their boat ride. They did get their boat ride. That was fun. Um, they got their boat. Oh my god. What was that? Mary, I have to sing the song to you. Oh my God. When they got the fun, they, they finally got on the boat and they were showing them. It, it reminded me so much of my all time favorite Married at First Sight song when, oh, what season was it? When they were all doing a photo shoot when they were on the couples retreat and it was like, paparazzi, look at me, oh. look at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite one that's ever happened. More um, than Hillbilly Huggin? <laughs> oh, you're right. Country Kissing, Hillbilly well, Huggin. The- very yeah. different vibes, those two songs. Different, so. yeah. yeah. Well, this one was an attempt sort of at the paparazzi. They were hopping on the boat and it was like, no, this ain't a vacay, baby. This is just my life. <laughs> and it was like a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like a real cheesy hip, like, oh. attempt at sort of a hip hop, I don't like know. The UK, like, yeah. oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, it may not even been UK. I think I just gave it that um, well, because of the you, paparazzi song, but it just made me laugh. I just like when they try to make it seem that they're just ballers. Like it's a real, yeah, like they're literally just just walking out of Studio 54. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, honestly, I just, I love a podcast. I love just being a viewer, but if if we could somehow get in on the soundtrack, like the choice, maybe you could write some songs for the show. Oh, oh God. Hello, producers, are you listening? Yeah. Probably not, but if you are. (laughs) Although it'd be um, a lot of angry scream, like some scream metal. Yeah, it would be like the Rage Room song from last (laughs) year with, um, uh, Jesus Christ, these seasons. I can't think of her name either. I know, know. I'm the worst. They're all blurred together, but yeah. Jasmine? Oh, was it Jasmine? Yes, I think it was. If we're wrong, we're sorry, but I think it was. I think it was. Doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um, but well, Claire and Cameron. Well, first of all, let's just say it is Christmas time, and you guys should not forget that we have really good sponsors, especially around this time of year. And if anyone does end up hitting the sheets, we hope they are attitude. Okay, <laughs> it's going to make your experience better. You won't sweat. Uh, which is a very nice thing to not do during your first romantic encounter with a lover. I just said lover. true. I said that for you, Mary. Attitude. E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E. Clean bamboo sheets. They are the most comfortable fabric (laughs) you'll ever feel. And we actually mean that. They're luxuriously soft, smooth as silk, more breathable than cotton. That's why you don't sweat when you are in them. And they're hypo, hypoallergenic, so it's sustainable bedding, which is obviously really cool for us to promote. World's first non-toxic bamboo fabric. Mary and I both have sets. They sent them to us so that we could tell you the truth. We have I have since purchased them for my mom. Mary has purchased more for her friends and her mom. And what else, Mary? Well, they are unbelievably soft. I know you talked about the sweating thing, how they keep you cool, but no joke, I will never not have these sheets. I sleep so 
much better because my bomb kept it an optimal comfort level and body temperature. Also, Emily, if you're listening, they're gentle on all hair and skin types. So it's just a very, very nice, it's a nice place to be and a nice place to wake up. That's a good point. If she would have been sleeping on attitude sheets, maybe the hair would have just smoothed itself out in the night. We can't, we don't know. It's not right. something they advertise, but we're saying you should give them a try because they're soft. And obviously they give back. It's sustainable bedding and they do have a 30 nights risk-free to return them, but you will not want to, you will not need to go to attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast to get $25 off your batting order and then put in my podcast at checkout again. E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast, code my podcast, $25 off your batting order. Soak them up, guys. Um, <laughs> oh. Do we feel like Claire and Cameron will ever hit the sheet? I can't figure out what's happening. You know, Sarah, I I really have a tough time with them. I feel like there's moments I and I feel like they're another case of me of missing footage because I feel like she's sometimes she's like I can't tell if he's attracted to me, but then other times he's acting like or, or okay, when she was with the girls and the girls were like, "Oh yeah, he put his arm around you." And she was like, "Oh, I didn't even notice that." You know, I need to be more cognizant of that and give like positive effort, you know, whatever the freaking term would be, just like an attaboy. And then after she told him that when they debrief, you know, like the couples all get back together, what'd you talk about? What'd you talk about? And she mentioned that I don't think he took his hand off her shoulder for the rest (laughs) of the honeymoon. I mean, from that whole boat thing, I mean, she didn't need a life jacket. She just, she was in a Kung Fu grip of Cameron's that entire boat ride. And I feel like, and he's like, he must add some drinks too, I'm assuming. Cause he's like, yeah, you know, just like, I just feel like we really turned the page and he was just saying all the things. The about tides. Like, see, yeah, yeah. the tides and the sea change and the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, he, he really feels comfortable now showing a little, a little affection and it's good. You know, he got, her kind of consent to do that. And she seems comfortable, but I don't know. Does she seem a hundred percent comfortable? I can't tell. Well, there was a cup. There was that one moment when he was saying that and he was like, Oh, sorry, sorry. And I didn't, I don't know if he was worried. She was pulling her hair or what. And she was like, no, no, you're okay. But I, I thought it was good when the girls talked to her about that, because I think they made her see something she hadn't seen. And then later on the boat, when he talked about, he said, I don't want to offend you, but I think this has been harder on you than me because I'm more willing to be in an uncomfortable situation. I kind of took it that that was what he was alluding to. Like you're, you're being a little more tense and closed off. So that's where I'm getting my signals. Whereas I'm willing to just sort of throw my arm around you and see what happens, but I wasn't getting the okay to do that. I felt, I think that's what he was referring to. It was a little unclear, but whatever it was, she agreed with it, which was good. Yeah, she did. Right off the bat, though, I was afraid she was going to be like, why do you say that? Like, kind of like she was like, what motherfucker? But no, I I was glad that they had that conversation. And you pointing that out, that does make sense to me. I sort of took it like, maybe like he's more willing to be in uncomfortable situations, meaning like, 
wearing the short shorts and being kind of a goofball and the cameras around and stuff like that. But that actually, what you said just resonated with me. Yeah. I think, you know, I really, we got a little, you know, we were pissy with him a couple episodes ago. He was storming off at the airport ahead of her and seemed, it seemed, we don't know what happened there. We think like we can only put together that they had some kind of conversation about not getting what each other wanted. And then we found out that he had made maybe a comment to her, not maybe that he made a comment to her about what he had looked for. And it was anyway, but I, I really liked him this episode and I saw because after he talked to the guys, first of all, they had that whole painting thing, which was, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. you're in Cancun. You have to, you make them go in a room and throw paint at each other. I this know. is what, can we not? I just let them sit at the bar and hash things yes. out and throw drinks yes. in each other's faces. Right. Or like, or like one of my friends used to say, throw, throw a, this doesn't even actually have to do with anything, but well, you have one, to say it now. I know, but now it's not even the right joke for this. But one time, one of my, one of my friends really wanted to go to the beach, and another one of my friends just wanted to go get Bloody Marys, and he was like, "How about we compromise? Go to a bar, throw celery salt at her, and tell her <laughs> she's at the beach because it'll be like sand." <laughs> and anyway, it has nothing to do with uh, what we're talking about. Feels relatable. Feels <laughs> relatable. You. You're thank welcome. You. Um. But yeah, I, I, they ended up having fun during that. He, I think that he, he's a, I don't think she gets his sense of humor at first was a big yeah. problem. Yeah. Right. I feel And that. yeah. And he's definitely got a kind of a quirky fun. I like his sense of humor. I like when he was saying, you know, artists have their process and, um, <laughs> you know, when she was kind of asking, are you only going to do two colors? And he's like, and then she threw paint and he was like, I would never do that to another artist. Like, obviously he's got this sort of sarcastic uh, sense of humor that I think has a lot of, to do with where he comes from. I think that's a very relatable sort of sense of humor yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but I think she was getting it more. But that was what I thought was so interesting is she was saying how he's been serious this whole time. I thought, and then he was kind of talking about how she's been serious this whole time. And then they actually talked about how maybe they've both just been too serious this whole yeah. time and they're missing each other's fun. Well, th- I think you're, I think that's exactly what it was. And, and for them to sort of recognize that, you know, even though, like you said, I'd rather, I don't know, watch old episodes of family feud than go to that painting place or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like it worked, you know, it seems like it got them because when she like put, when she like asked if she could add to his and he said no. And then she did it. There was a little bit of a quick part of me that was like, Oh no, you know, like, is he, is he going to, you know, bitch slap fuck, her? Like, just I, fucking yeah. snap. Yeah. Just, yeah. I was like, Oh no. But then, then when it turned into like, you know, almost like the old, uh, like a snowball fight with paint or whatever, it was like, they, they laughed a lot. They laughed more than they have so far. And then I feel like from that point on, they both had just kind of let their guards down a little bit, you know, like, okay, we can be goofy. We can be silly. We don't have to be so buttoned up because I think a lot of it comes down to his personality and his sense of humor, maybe, you know, being from New Zealand or, you know, whatever, just being from a different place or looking at things a little differently. And then her being a therapist and, looking at everything through the lens 
of every person because that's what she's taught to do, you know? And it's like, I just feel like it's a lot. It's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of talking. Wow. A lot of strategizing. A lot, a lot of, str- of, yeah. It's like, it's like exhausting. Like it is. Ex- yeah. yeah. You know, it is. But they had <sighs> such a nice conversation with the group when he talked about, um, Oh God, what was it? It was, was it during the, um, during the questions? Yeah. When, when they were talking about the the questions that Becca asked and she said, Claire's of course said her, they asked her biggest life lesson. And she said to show those that you love how you feel, because she obviously had that awful tragedy of losing her brother very young and, and how she doesn't hold back on feelings. And she basically said, so if you have a feeling about someone, you need to let them know, wink, wink, yeah, Cameron, yeah, you know, exactly. Um, and then, um, and then Cameron said, he knows that sometimes he does take people for granted that he loves. And then, he, uh, what was it? Oh, he said the hardest part, they asked him the hardest part of his, himself to accept. And okay. I thought this was really interesting and very telling about Cameron and it made me like him a lot. Yeah. Tonight. It made me relate to him a lot because he said he has a lot of memories that don't align with who he is anymore. And he said sometimes he feels like memories are watching a movie. Like he was uh, a, a, a troublemaker in school and he was not happy at certain times and this and that. And he looks back on that and he's like, I don't even relate to that person anymore. And I have never heard anyone else say that. And I will be honest with you. I was like, maybe I need to go find Claire and talk to her about my feelings because I feel that way a lot. Sometimes I think I can't even relate to the person that put up with X, Y, and Z when I was 22 or, um, you know, certain things that I can think back on. And I'm like, how, because you grow as a person, or sometimes you fucking don't, and you do relate to the person. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. And then, and then there's that problem. Um, but I just thought that I hadn't really ever heard anyone say it, but I've thought it about myself a lot of times. So it may not have made sense to anyone else but me, which is totally fine. Um, but I did relate to that. And I thought it was a really interesting thing for him to share. And obviously, Claire, she put her hand right on the leg. Yeah, she did. Right, right under the table. Uh, yeah. Too, too bad uh, he wasn't wearing those short shorts. But uh, no. Right. I could have done uh, a little Yankee Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> Yankee Yankee. Oh, Sarah. I mean, any of that little, little Yankee Yankee, little <laughs> Hanky. Yeah. Uh, and he, I can't. You said lover and Yankee Yankee, and I'm I'm like like a Charlie horse with my cheeks clenched so hard actually, right now. I know, and I'm actually blushing myself. I, could, <laughs> I really, of all people, I don't think Claire is going to just start pulling on his dick under the table at dinner. But you know what? It would have been fun. I'll tell you what. After the paint day, it would have really sent a message to old Cameron that think <laughs> that the tide had turned and the sea had changed. But that's right. Um, no, I loved when he said that too. And I actually relate to that a little bit, um, of, of just, and I honestly, I think it's about growth. Like you said, I mean, maybe somebody who hasn't, you know, 
moved around a lot or changed a lot or had to go through some tough times or deal with some loss or different relationship issues, like whatever. But I thought it was really introspective of him. And clearly it showed that he's not just a surface level person. I mean, he really has like lately when he speaks, it's quite, it's quite interesting. You can learn a lot. And I think that's, that's juicing up Claire too. Yeah, I agree. She put that hand on that leg and then they played oh, yeah. this little song where it was like, I really try to be my best for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, well, isn't that pretty? Isn't that a that is that's pretty. That's why, I was, that's why I was looking for a tug. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, tug. <laughs> Oh, I love, I love, I love talking to you so much because it's like we're talking about like feelings and growth and like, you know, and just like life and the journey and the human experience. And then Yankee, Yankee, (laughs) give him a nice little tug under the table, huh? As I light my cigarette. I just like (laughs) the broad range that we come to the table with. Okay. We really do. It's really, we're very well-rounded individuals. I mean, I think, I think even Claire would appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it was interesting though, because then, so then when he was talking to the guys about how he felt that Claire was so good with her feelings and it's teaching him to be better, he always thought he was a good communicator, but she's such a good one. And then he told her that when she was sitting in the hot tub. And then I forget, she complimented him back about something. And they just had a nice little moment of complimenting each other and feeling like they both admitted something about each other. But then on after party, she said that she was disappointed in something that he shared with the guys. Oh, that they weren't like vibing or something. Oh yeah. What, what did she say? Yeah. That yeah, he, it was, she, she wasn't thrilled. Yeah. She said something about he, um, he told the guys they weren't feeling each other. And and that kind of upset her because she wishes he had told her that. But then, but they had had this whole conversation right after he met with the guys and she met with the girls where they, so I guess it's just one of those things where, oh, she learned later that he said one other thing that she wishes. Right. But that's when Keisha stepped in and kind of said, well, listen, he's talking to the guys. He's trying to be, he's comfortable with certain people right now being able to talk about certain things right now. And so it's progression. And so we'll see where he gets. So I do get, I mean, I kind of get both sides of that. I guess I wouldn't want someone to be like, yeah, we're just not really feeling each other right now. Right. And then come back and tell me and, that yeah. he told everyone that. Yeah. That's not fun. I thought, I thought Keisha was almost a little um, like combat, not combative, but she like when Claire said that and then Emily sort of defended Claire and Keisha's like, no, listen to me. This is, that could also be this. She was, she went hard in the paint on that point. And she I don't, did. I was like, yeah, yeah, she really, she really felt it. And I guess because I don't know one way or the other, I would never have that much passion. Like if, if I was sitting in Keisha's spot and Claire was like, XYZ, I'd be like, yeah, no, you every right to feel that way. <laughs> I wouldn't have enough chutzpah to be like, but did you ever think that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. I just don't have it in me. Well, see, because last week, as we move on to Lauren and Orion, right, I think? Uh, um, y- yeah. Yeah. Because, because it's going to be- I've had enough wine to get there now. I was going to and- say, <laughs> I might need to refill in between now and Patreon, but yes. We can do that. Um. So 
last week, obviously, and listen, the clip is out there. The clip is on. Everyone's very divided about what happened last week. And I understand, as you and I both said, we're never going to pretend to know how that feels. No. However, I do think that you can't tell someone how to feel, right? right. So I right. did feel that last week there was too much pushback on Orion for how he felt in that moment. Now, as we very much said and continue to say, Lauren clearly did not. He brought up the term. She said, I don't know what it means. And then there was a very unfortunate, awkward joke, uncomfortable thing where she said, oh, I look at your face. Now I know what it means. Something very similar to that. The clip's all over. You guys can, you know, we've all seen it. Right. So I felt for him in that moment because I felt it was just a very, it was one of those things of like, oh God, that was so uncomfortable. It was on camera. There was no malice. There was no ill intent. It was very clear. And she said it. And you could even tell she felt like she stepped in it. She has apologized. I felt that last week they didn't sort of give him the opportunity to say, well, that it was a harsh moment for me. Right. And then that's, it is what it is. And obviously- he had, you know, they had an opposite conversation that she had started, not started, but where he had admitted to derogatory terms he'd used in the past and she did give him quick grace. And, um, but I, I just think obviously the, the, the laugh and the moment of it all was just humiliating for him on camera. That's all right. Yeah. Right. And, but they started off this episode seeming to have had a really good conversation about it. She, I, another thing I very much relate to, and she said it, she says, I tend to bask in guilt and shame if I feel like I made a mistake. I mean, couldn't be more fucking. And Mary, I know you very well. And I know you are the exact same way. <laughs> oh, yes. Right? Yes. I, I, I couldn't relate to that more. And you know what? And actually my husband does too. If, if we have a, a, a small argument, something to where I'm, I'm, I'm so over it. Twenty minutes later, he will for the next day and a half beat the shit out of himself about it, and I yeah. hate that. Yeah. And but I relate to it because I get it. And you could see Lauren doing that, and and I think, and she said, she said she felt she put him in a bad position to have to also give her a history lesson and defend, you know, and sort of give, talk about, and, and from minority that felt like insult to injury. And there's no world where she didn't understand that she hurt his feelings in that moment. It's all okay. So I thought they had moved past it. It seemed like they moved. They had a really good conversation about it. But then when we got to the end I mean, God, they were laying, I mean, I won't even get to the end yet, but like they were laying on the boat. They were being touchy-feely. She was oh, laying on his lap. I mean, I mean, what what is going on with these two? I I just, I was so stunned at the, at the ending tonight because it felt to me, I kept thinking there's no fucking way this is the same day as the boat. Like it just. Also, how what a long day if they were going. To, I, I mean, honestly, I'd be like, can we just like order room service? Like that sounded <laughs> awful after that full day boozing on a. I mean, I just want to get in bed. But yeah, I was like, he literally. What was the best part of today? Or the, or she said like this. 
today was the best part of this whole honeymoon. And then I don't, I just don't understand how good they were. And he actually seemed, like you said, about everything that's happened and the the heavy conversations and the shame that she experienced and the hurt that he experienced and everything. They seemed okay. It seemed like they had, they were almost stronger because of it and their communication and everything. But then to, to have such, such a, a 180 not being aligned on anything at the end tonight threw me to a point that I, I'm do, do I want to send Orion to the moon right now? I think I do. I know because it, you know, they had, and look, I don't really know that we've seen this. Um, which I, I think is great. Right. As she said to the girl, she goes, we're, you know, a whole ass interracial couple. Like we're, learning things about each other and we're so they're on top of marrying a stranger we're both very deeply um proud of who we are and our culture and we're gonna and we're navigating that stuff too so that is true they have an extra layer but it felt like now he did say when they were at the cenote he said um i only know how to say that word because i've been to one i also thank you for sharing that so you said you've been to one Mm-hmm. Okay. In, um, um, Tulum, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. It's I somewhere in Mexico. Pick that out on a map and or I've never heard the word before and I had to write it down phonetically and I was going to say it and I thought you were going to be like, oh my God, Mary, did you like go to word college since the last time we spoke? <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. Carry on. Well, it was a very nice romantic place for them to have a nice conversation and <laughs> It was interesting because he started out, he was like, how are you feeling? And she said, just okay. And in that moment, you could tell she's still beating herself up in this Yes. Mess. And then I thought, okay, he had um, said, he said, I wasn't upset. Well, not true. He said, true. Yeah. I just didn't have my ducks in a row and I couldn't formulate the right words because he told us last week he they had to stop filming for a couple hours. So I don't. I don't disagree that he was trying to find the right words and not snap or whatever it was that he was feeling in the moment, but he cannot say he wasn't upset because he was, he said to her, I'm heated. You know, he was upset. It was visible. Yeah. And, but then they had that good conversation of, you know, race, religion, politics, all these things, they're always going to be tough conversations. And, and sometimes you'll find out you don't align, but you just have to understand each other. And, and just overall, they've already had a big, deep thing, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Right. And like, he, and even when she was telling the girls, they the girls were all surprised. Like, oh my God, what? Like this, Clara was, was saying, I just can't believe that they're not doing as great as we all thought they were because they, we, I'm just hope they can work this out. Right. And we right. all felt. That's how I felt at the beginning of this episode. Now I want her to run, but um, she said something about, oh, she said, he said, I still trust you. And that seemed to mean a lot to her. And I didn't think that he shouldn't still trust her. Um, But again, I'm not going to put myself in anyone's position or shoes. And um, I... She it meant a lot to her though, because she thought, "Oh, well, how bad? How bad did I fuck this up?" Again, she's as she said, 
basking in guilt Beating and shame over herself some, up. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and I hated that. That broke my heart to hear her beating herself up because she couldn't be more present. I mean, bringing him fucking his favorite ice cream that he has only mentioned one time and talking I, about her husband and just, you know, looking at him and thinking, wow, she said, I was on that boat and I would just look at you and I would think, wow. I mean, she's really building him up. Yes. And, and that whole conversation about where he said he still trusts her and stuff and, and, you know, she's, he, he verbally reassured her when she said, I was upset, anxious that I fucked things up. He, he looked or he said, you didn't. And he talks about how he's never had consistent reciprocation. And she talks about the whole, the, you know, no matter how things end, I really want to make sure you're seen and heard and that we reset. And every morning we, you know, kiss or hug or whatever that looks like. They, and then one of them says, I'm happy. The other one says, I'm happy. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to, I'm going to take a cleansing breath because this is okay. And we're almost to the end of the episode, Mary, and this is going to be fine. You're going to be fine. In fact, you might actually keep like a steady blood pressure, even through your talk with Sarah. And then they go to dinner and it felt to me like he had had a conversation with a varsity asshole who brainwashed him or something. It just didn't, the things that key the problems the issues that he had with with what they talked about don't match to me who he is it felt very weird no okay thank you because they first they start talking first of all she did come in i maybe a little buzzed off the boat and ready to be like i who think wouldn't? Fucking- i wouldn't be able to oh, stand no i know first of all yeah by the way Lauren, can we hang out with you? Because you can definitely hold your booze, and uh, mm-hmm. we like that. No, I don't. I mean, she just came in. She was loose. I mean, she's been. She said from the beginning, you know, she's open sexually. He has said that he was too. Let's yeah. go ahead and take that back, right? Um, because they, she starts saying, he, you know, they start talking about sex. First of all. She's a genius because he said, well, what would that look like? How would our sex start? And she's like, well, I think it would start from you giving me fellatio because you probably are a giver. And I'm like, way to plant that seed. I mean, she's yeah. a fucking genius. I, I mean, like, oh, seriously. what I imagine is you're going to go down on me and uh, get me off first. That's right. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> and sorry, did I just make you uncomfortable when I said mm, go down on me? It wasn't you. It started before you even said that part. It's okay. It's just me. It's just my face. I'm all right. I'm do all the word right. Do the word fellatio make you leave the room for a minute and close the well, door? And then, yeah, it did. I yeah, okay, yeah. But no, she was smart. I'll never say that out loud to anybody. But it was fun to watch on TV tonight. Mary's gonna button up her cardigan and. Yeah, I'm up to the top button. I'm going to actually create another buttonhole so it cuts off a little bit. Were you rocking back and forth in your chair a little bit when she started talking? Because I was like, she is so sexual. So she's so sexy, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And she's so, and she was so, she was really bringing this like, you could tell he was even like, okay, what's that look like? And then she's like, are you open to sex toys? And he said, yeah, I have a small collection. And she said, what a collection, you know? And then he said, well, small, like five, but they basically agreed that they're both open to exploring and talked about how the whole 
he even started in on how he would start from head to toe and all that stuff. We Okay, go ahead, because then I have to make a comment about this. No, no, make one now. Make it no, now before I we lit- get to where we're going to be I, so mad. Okay, it's I literally don't mind. Okay, you know I'm blushing and like I'm a little bit of a like fuck school marm, you know. But I think my problem with these conversations is that I don't like when these sorts of things are talked about in the tone of a morning news show. <laughs> like they're like at dinner and it's like, so like how, you know, what sexual, blah, blah, blah. And what would that look like? And well, I think it would start with fellatio and then, you know, and go from <laughs> head to toe and then work my way around and a reach around and up your asshole. And maybe, you know, just give you a good yank until you blow your wad everywhere. But that's just what I'm used to. How about you? Tell me more about you. Like, I cannot give me sex. Give me dirty talk. Give me, give me something. But that, so tell me more about your throbbing girth certificate. You know, like, tell me more how you bottomed out uh, the last time you were with a lady or, I mean, I just can't handle it with that, like. Over like oh we're at Applebee's oh yeah you know what is happy overs over it's Applebee's Applebee's you're right yeah oh I'll take two more before happy hours over but wait back to your asshole um just tell me more I think that's what bothers me more than the actual conversation is like the setting of like oh gosh that sounds fun you know I imagine your lady is a nice shade of pink or uh, whatever I just can't (laughs) I like can't do it. And that's where I get very uncomfortable. And I'm sorry that I just had that meltdown, but I, you know what I mean? There, There's, it, it's just feels too like Mr. Rogers, like, oh, hold on. I don't know. Sorry. All right. First of all, that was the best rant that you've ever been on. <laughs> and you've been on a few. My cheeks hurt. Uh, um. Mine too, but the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that until you said that, see, now I thought Lauren was coming at it from a very, especially with a camera on her and everything. She was comfortable talking about it, whatever. But now that you say that, I do feel that Orion was like, tell me what that does look like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I would start head to toe. And then I'd, uh, you know, map out your body. So I do now. I can't think of it any other way mm-hmm. than, um, than so, like and if then I I'll was spread watching your cheeks, a, unless you a, want to. Yeah, yeah. Just like watching Mark and Kelly talking about it in the morning yeah. on like, yeah. ABC. <laughs> cut, cut to a break, and we'll be right back. We've got a uh, Bobby Flay here making some dumb fucking meatball thing. I don't know. I just can't. I'm I. I get embarrassed. Like I'm not, I'm not not a sexual person, and I'm not opposed to dirty, t- you know. Or like I'm just saying, I don't. I'm not. Ju- it's just the the scene. The the oh, scene. I the know. S- no, it was. Yeah. it was the tough scene. It was, it was tough. tough scene. Was, you know, I. You know, right now that if we were with each other, you would be holding my hand. <laughs> oh, please, guys. Um, please do go send us some Atta Girls and and nice <sighs> reviews on. Apple or who or or uh, Spotify because Mary needs Mary I, needs to hear some positive reinforcement right now. Okay, I and we can do. use those. I just um, got chills. <laughs> the 
like not good ones. Oh, Before we Sarah. get to the moment that we are going to go off about right now, I would just like to say that I am performing on December 29th through the 31st at the Syracuse Funny Bone. December 29th is my birthday. Yes. December 30th is not. And then December 31st is New Year's Eve. So please come see me one of those nights. And I also have Spokane Comedy Club February 1st through 3rd. We're, we're not done here. We're still going. But Mary, I know you have something also on my birthday. Oh, those I know. And all my dates are on sarahcolona.com, by the way. So go get tickets. I know. I am so, I'm so bummed because I would love to be there with you. Go see Sarah that weekend in Syracuse. Such a fun club and such a fun weekend. Um, I will be at Soul Joel's, <laughs> say that five times, uh, comedy, I guess comedy club is what it's called. It's outside of Philadelphia and, um, I've never performed there, but it's, it's a pretty cool venue, maryradzinski.com. And then also I would just mention that January 12th and 13th, I'll be at Cap City, um, in Austin headlining the little, the secondary room upstairs. And it's a super fun room. So again, marywoodsinski.com. I love Austin and I love yes. seeing you perform in Austin. I wish we were doing it together. Okay. Thank you. We're getting to the moment now. Here we are. So he says he hasn't had sex in a year and a half. Okay. And huh? she says, oh, mine was a little bit sooner than that. It was, or whatever. Uh, two months ago to the date. And then he says he's uncomfortable. And she says, why? And the conversation quickly devolves. Is that the right word? Yes. To he says, well, when he got this engaged, he took this seriously. And she said, well, so did I. This, I didn't know I was engaged when I, it was two months ago. I was, I married you. They basically give you two weeks, right? To, so so yeah. she found out probably a month ago she was getting married. So, um, or whatever, some, some three weeks a month, something like that. So um, I don't understand what the problem is. There's plenty of people that go, first of all, I don't even have to justify it. There's no justification for his behavior. I am so glad on after party that he said he talked to his sister and his sister said, that he slut shamed his wife because yes. that is the only thing I could think of when he said, I, what, what did he say? He I said, know what I, I'm worth and I don't want to hand myself out. I yeah. almost fucking burned my house down. I know. I know. I would have microwaved your tits if I was there. Cause you like, that's a fun <laughs> one. You say it, I, he was so out of line with that comment. And then it's like, it doesn't match who he claims to be either in terms, like even just like, uh, just being like a sexual being and having sex toys and being, you know, open with your sexuality and just, you know, cut like to shame any, she did nothing wrong. And in, in the fact, and then this is this, I can't do this. When someone says like, Oh, I'm uncomfortable. He said, how did he say it? He said, that makes me, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, well, you're, well, then buck up, asshole. I mean, then don't be uncomfortable. You're the, that, that, that makes me uncomfortable. Well, go home. I, I, I like, I've turned on him like a dime for this. Oh, now. I know. And especially because you have this person who's, who's, who's been very vulnerable all day 
or She's however been many days. through date, it. Yeah. Has been beating herself up over feeling that she did something insensitive, that he obviously took offense to, all the things, whatever. They got through that. He could see how seriously she took it. I, I there are you know how many people apply for this show? Are we they're all supposed to just not date or anything? You're waiting to find out if you get matched and you're just, just I don't I don't know. I mean, everyone he said, Well, this is I took this very seriously, so I just want okay, that's your process. So you decided when you signed up for the show that you would sit around with your thumb up your ass. Sorry, yeah. I mean I don't, like for until you found out, because what if they didn't even pick you? By the way, you haven't fucked in a year and a half, so you weren't going to fuck the last two months anyway. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Chances are, yeah. Chances are, it wasn't your luck that hadn't changed. Well, and it's funny too because I was thinking about that. If I was doing this show, I'd get it wet right up through, right up through at least the the dress buying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like, who cares? You don't know who the person is. I mean, you're you're gonna do a little recycling, say goodbye to some exes. I mean, it's normal, <laughs> right? Okay, I think when they get engaged, they should definitely not have okay. sex anymore. Well, but hey, hey listen, whatever, whatever. You, wanted, you do yeah. you. I like that you went from buttoning up your cardigan to ripping it off and just flying around town with your pussy out when you find out that you're engaged. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what they call me, pussy first. You know. <laughs> Oh, oh at least we Sorry, can laugh Mom. about this god awful yeah. thing. Um, oh. But listen, whatever your process is when you sign up, I, it, I don't think that it doesn't mean you're taking it seriously if you're still dating no. and having sex and this and that. And again, he said he hadn't had sex for a year and a half. And I, and there's no judgment on that either. I was making a joke, but there's no judgment on that. If you don't want to have sex for, if if he wants to have a connection first, if this and that, or if just that he just met nobody that like, I actually went one time almost two years, to be honest with you. And oh, believe me, I yeah. had some offers. Okay. Just so everyone's clear. I had yeah. offers. Yeah. Okay. Lot, offers on the a table. Of, yeah. I think. Anyway. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think I went through a similar thing, but I don't know if I had a bunch of offers. <laughs> I wasn't looking for offers, I think. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that that's another thing. Um, mm-hmm. But to everyone can decide for themselves when they want to have sex and how often they want to have sex. And I know they put up, they've been throwing these previews out and people thought she like cheated on him. And I was like, I think she's just, Seems like she's just talking about at one point that she had sex. Yeah. I thought maybe she was talking about cheated in a different relationship. Now we know all she was doing was talking about that she had sex before she found out she was fucking engaged. And you and he did. He I mean, he his sister told him exactly right. He's completely slut shamed her. You don't say when when he said that line of I know what I'm worth, worth and I yeah, and I don't want to start hand myself out. I, it, it really did. I mean, I know I already said I want to set my house on fire, but I, like a, maybe a few other people's too. I, I just, like the neighborhood. that is the most insulting thing to say. So holier than thou, so judgmental of her, so well, making mm-hmm. assumptions about her and her sexuality. It was so shitty. And now, I mean, we saw the previews for, I don't know. I don't. Well, in terms of trust issues, if I were her, she can't trust him 
his his reactions are inconsistent and i just felt so violated for her not not even because he absolutely slut shamed her cuz i think she does know her worth and she she could get beat like she knows that's not the case but the fact that she can't trust how he's going to respond he's he's just not here like she did all this work they had this terrible situation and they got through it so we're supposed to believe so she's supposed to believe and then at dinner she casually mentioned she had sex two months ago and now it's fucking back to square one with this guy like i i would lose my mind mary this is such a good point that you just made that i couldn't wrap my brain around to how to say it it he she talked about just wanting to make sure her husband knew that he could trust her yeah and and felt he felt trusted by her and he felt um you know celebrated and that he was a she was a safe space and all this stuff and he turned around and did the exact opposite thing to her and made it to where I don't I wouldn't I would be like I can't trust you I can't tell you no. anything about myself because you're going to judge me that was so and judgmental yeah and I don't know how you're going to react something that I would assume you would ha- like not even you don't have to have someone's back about this but something where you would assume you wouldn't be judged and it would just be a conversation you've now taken sex off the table you oh. know you've now made made it into this thing I mean he's he's really he seems like kind of unstable and I think she probably is starting to feel crazy herself because he really is making her feel safe, telling her everything's okay, telling her that they're going to communicate their way through things. You know, she's seen and heard and vice versa. And then this happens. I'd be like, he's, he's ripping the rug out from underneath her. Just yeah, again and again. I hate it. Yeah. Oh, that sex off the table comment. I was like, I, I just want. I all I wanted to just. I just was screaming at the TV. Well, I hope she still has the phone number from the guy from two months ago, and she oh. could just go bang him the second this honeymoon's over and Honestly. end this nightmare. I like. It made me. It was just so. And I, I, at his core, he does not seem like a bad person. I felt right. for him last week so much. I just was so. So I was so shocked by that behavior. And to your point, I don't know where she's going to be able to gain footing or trust yeah. back from him where, I mean, how, that's already like, oh, great. Now, how do I tell my husband anything about my past right. sex life at this point? Not that you have to sit down and go through numbers, you know, but I mean. Right. Uh, or, I just, or how do I tell him anything? How do I yeah. know how he's going to respond to, um, you know, something that you wouldn't think would be an issue yeah i mean he's he's it it feels just not steady and not safe and it makes me sad for her because she i hope i mean we'll see next week but i hope she's pissed and doesn't take any of this on herself i hope so too i really hope so because she took a lot on herself this week and i i felt she took responsibility for a, a tough moment and i thought that he had, I thought they had both grown from it. And then it just felt like, like you said, complete. Can we just go over to Patreon and keep talking yeah, about this? Yeah. I have more to say coming. about fellatio I mean, too. <laughs> That's a plug for Patreon. You want to hear Mary <laughs> Radzinski talk about fellatio, which is her world's 
biggest nightmare topic. Yeah, I know. Sure. Come join us. Um, we've already been here for an hour and 20 minutes. So um, we are going <laughs> just, to go we're over. We're generous lovers. <laughs> we are. We are. And we're going to go over to Patreon and keep talking. $7 a month. You get bonus content every Thursday as well as Sunday episodes that are super fun. There's so much content only for $7 a month. We hope to see you there. If not, we will see you next Thursday here. And you can always drop us a nice little wonderful five-star review um, to support us that way and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Okay. Talk to you in a second, Coda. Bye. (laughs) Talk to you right away. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?